Hello, Albuquerque. I am your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Freedom Speak, where fake news comes to die on Conservative Talk ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I want to give you a few ways that you can interact with me until our show goes live, which will be very, very soon. I'm going to keep you up to date on that. You can check out my website at freedomspeakwithbeccamarie.com, and that is spelled B-E-C-C-A-M-R, sorry, M-A-R-I-I.com. And from my website, you can listen to all the previous shows. I've got them uploaded on there, basically links to the SoundCloud. And uh, you can also uh, find some uh, really great resources that I post on there as well. You can also email me with questions or comments to Becca Marie NM, that is B-E-C-C-A-M-A-R-I-N-M at gmail.com. And we got some great topics today to talk about. It's going to be a really fun show. And you definitely want to listen to the third hour because we're going to do something kind of different and kind of weird in the third hour that I think is going to be kind of fun. So, I've been hearing a lot of crazy things going on nowadays. Uh, as I hear about these things in our country and the world in general, I think about those that have been put in charge of running things. Let's start with the war in Ukraine. The current occupant of the White House and commander-in-chief of the most powerful military on the planet is Joe Biden, believe it or not. We are counting on Joe Biden to make decisions which could possibly result in World War III not to mention could be the actual war to end all wars if it were the result in a nuclear exchange. This is the guy that can't even manage to read the text on a teleprompter without stumbling along and even making up new words that make no sense. When going off script, he makes dangerous comments that would imply to anyone listening that the U.S. is getting ready to send American soldiers into Ukraine plan a regime change in Russia, and respond to an illegal chemical weapons attack from Russia in kind with an illegal chemical weapons counterstrike by the U.S. Let's take a look at conflict of interest concerning dealings with China, Russia, and Ukraine when it comes to our illegitimate commander-in-chief. It is now a known fact even with the corrupt leftist state-run news outlets that Hunter Biden, along with the big guy, Joe Biden, has had shady business dealings with China, Russia, and Ukraine. The Biden crime family has raked in millions of dollars from the citizens of these countries through corrupt politicians and oligarchs. Prior to the illegitimate 2020 election, numerous corrupt government official, officials, along with their accomplices in mainstream and social media, claimed that the Hunter Biden laptop story was fake and was Russian disinformation. Posts on social media were censored, and some people, including Rudy Giuliani, were even kicked off the platforms. It is now known that this suppression of the news would have significantly impacted the election. How is it that the most powerful position in the U.S. government is filled by someone that could not pass a background check to get any kind of security clearance? Why isn't anyone concerned about the possibility of Joe Biden being blackmailed into making decisions that would benefit our enemies? We have a corrupt Congress that conducted an unconstitutional, illegal impeachment of a former president which was no longer in office. We have politicians that somehow become millionaires on government salaries 
that are openly allowing millions of illegal immigrants into our country and facilitating them to disappear into our population. Among other things, there seems to be no concern that they may be potential terrorists massing in our country just waiting for a day to be activated. Isn't it possible that these politicians are being paid off by the cartels or even foreign governments to allow this to happen? Why are these questions not being asked? These same politicians are permitted to pass laws and regulations that influence the stock market and at the same time play the stock market. Isn't this insider trading, which would land any of us, which Nancy Pelosi refers to as peasants in jail? While most of us are working hard for crumbs, Nancy Pelosi and others are raking in millions. We have politicians allowing illegal aliens to be put on the voter rolls. I find it unlikely that these illegal aliens have a desire to actually vote, as they would rather lay low and avoid possible deportation. However, that does leave open the possibility that these inactive voter names could be used to cast illegal votes or stuff those unattended ballot drop boxes. With no voter ID or signature verification, this would be easy. Along with the dead people and other inactive voters on the voter rolls, this amounts to the possibility of a huge amount of fraud, which I believe we saw in the 2020 election. We see our government making great, great efforts to block any election audits. And when an audit is completed, which clearly proves large amounts of fraud, government Corrupt government officials try to discredit those that perform the audit, and a compliant state-run media backs them up. There is a talk all the time about how countries like China and Russia have state-run media that spreads propaganda. But don't we have exactly the same thing here in the United States? <clears throat> I don't believe that we have a government by the people and for the people. I think we have a government by the government filled with criminals that will do absolutely anything to stay in power. That includes selling out the very country they are supposed to be protecting. Many people are expecting the same criminals that have blatantly lied to us for the past couple of years, and I'm sure that would have been only the tip of the iceberg to drain the swamp. Why would criminals want to expose their own criminal activity? It is now obvious that this evil, corrupt bunch of elitist thugs is wanting to indoctrinate a new generation into complying with anything they want to do. They have used the scamdemic to infiltrate the public school system. They have instilled fear and guilt in our children to the point that now they believe that if they don't wear a mask or get an experimental drug, they will hurt others. They are conditioning our children to follow any instruction, no matter how ridiculous kind of reminds me of what I read about the Hitler Youth. This indoctrination begins in kindergarten and includes teaching racism and confusing them about their own sexual identity. There is even a push for early childhood education to get this process started even sooner. Teaching civics and critical thinking has become a thing of the past. Every effort is being made to ensure that parents with lower incomes will not be able to get their children out of the state-run public indoctrination system. Isn't this some, sort, uh, some form of discrimination? The Marxist left often mentions, mentions how certain people are oppressed. Aren't these corrupt elitists oppressing just about all of us in one way or another? 
They're dividing us by demonizing the rich, the poor, by race, gender, mask, unmasked, vaxxed, unvaxxed, gay, straight. The sooner we all realize that, the sooner we discover that they have no power over us and there are a lot more of us than them. We all need to start asking a lot more questions. Most of what is going on today does not make sense. The criminals are running the asylum. I will conclude with a quote from Thomas Jefferson. Who will govern the governors? There is only one force in the nation that can be depended upon to keep the government pure and the governors honest, and that is the people themselves. They alone, if well informed, are capable of preventing the corruption of power and of restoring the nation to its rightful course if it should go astray. They alone are the safest depository of the ultimate powers of government. So there you go. So I've got a good friend of mine, and also um, he's running for public office, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. It's Michael Eustace. Hi, and how Michael, are you doing? Yeah, go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a small business owner, and I advertise right here on KDAZ, a wonderful place to advertise if you have a business and looking for something to expand your business. Um, I'm a father. I'm a patriot. I love my country. I love the city and state that I live in. And that's one of the reasons why I'm running for a public office is because I'm tired of everything. Uh, I'm in no position to be doing it, but I feel the obligation to get up and fight because of everything that's going on right now. Um, so so you, you've got a business, Agave Builders. Yes. And that's been advertising on my show for about the past week or so. And tell everybody a little bit about what you do in that business. So what we do is we help veterans and disabled people. So we are a VA certified company and we use nonprofit programs and the VA itself with a grant that they give out to lower countertops, widen doorways, remodel a bathroom so it's wheelchair accessible and just general remodels if uh, you know somebody needs it. We also are a full builder. So we do build homes, do full remodels. Cool. So I've been seeing so many things on the news. It's like I'm, I'm just feeling overload from this stuff. I've got a lot of things that I put on my outline to talk about today, but there's some other things that have been popping up on the news. It's like, I want to talk about those too. So maybe we'll talk about those first. I'm That's thinking. a great idea. Yeah. I, on the way over to the station this morning, I heard in, in which uh, Joe has rescinded uh, something that Trump put into place uh, in which it was a more realistic standard for the MPG on new cars being sold. Now, as, as we've seen, I, I, you've probably seen it around town as it is, there's hardly any cars on the lot to, to buy. Nope. And, and what cars are on the lot are so expensive, I can't imagine I, me buying one anytime soon. Not a new car, no. No, I can't. I, like uh, the other day, I looked at a f new Ford Bronco, it, not anything super special. It's a cool car, you know, $85,000. Is that reasonable? Uh, I, I can't afford that. No way. I mean, I mean, that's a payment, what, twelve, thirteen hundred bucks a month? Yeah, at least mortgage payment right there. That yeah, that is a mortgage payment. Yeah, you could have a, a rental house for that. Yeah. So so Joe is talking about forty mpg minimum by twenty twenty six, four years from now. Now I'm thinking about the cars that I have. 
<clears throat> I've got a 2010 Ford Taurus, which I love, which I don't plan on getting rid of ever, if possible, because I can't imagine making another car payment, that gets like 24. And I got uh, like an 05 Ford Escape that gets like 20. And oh my God, God help you if you need a truck. Oh. Okay, my truck, even though it gets good gas mileage for a truck, it's a big F-250 diesel. Yep. It gets like um, 16 on a good day. So how do, you, how do you manage to sell cars that get a minimum of 40 miles per gallon? I, I don't even know how that's scientifically possible at this point. Well, <clears throat> not, not only that, um, like you were just mentioning about the trucks. The people that, that run the cities, that run the country, the, the big rigs, you yeah. know, people with full-size trucks, with construction companies, that, with restaurants to get their products from, you know, mm -hmm. the store to the restaurant. What are these people going to do? I don't know. That no one's invented an electric truck yet. No. And, and even so, even if, okay, let's say, for instance, today, we were to swap out every car on the road with an electric vehicle, okay? Could our electric grid handle that? No. no instantly. I no. mean, what, are they going to have solar panels on the top of them? And even that doesn't generate very much power. Nope. And then what are they going to do at night? Right. I, I remember many, many years ago, there was some university where they were doing an experiment uh, where they were trying to... Remember that experiment where they're trying to cross the country with a fully electric vehicle on solar power only? Yes, I and do. And like, it was like this really weird, flat-looking vehicle. It, the, the entire top of it was covered with solar panels. It looked like a wing. Yeah, it yes. did look like a wing. It was kind of cool. But I think they managed to do it. But, I mean, we're not talking about something with a lot of power. No. Look at the practicality of that. Look at what it looked like. Yeah. I mean, you're going to fit a family in that? No. No, not by any means. And the current electric cars, you know, they're so expensive, over $100,000 for a car. You yeah. think a, a struggling family is going to be able to afford any type of a payment like that? Well, well, yeah. Not to mention how Joe has completely destroyed the economy. Oh, absolutely. In, in, the, in the course of, what, a year and a half, he's destroyed the economy. So is he going to start handing handouts for extra payments for an electric car for people that can't afford it then? Right. And what are we going to do with our electric grid? Is it, okay, so they're, they're, they're shutting down all these coal plants... And they're shutting down pipelines, and they're, they're trying to make it difficult to get petroleum products, which we have seen the prices on, on gas going up like crazy. And it's going to keep going up. Oh, yes. You, you were just talking about uh, miles per gallon with your truck. Yeah. Well, m one of my work trucks gets about six miles to the gallon. It's an F-250 as well. It's an older one, but I yeah. have to drive all over the city in that. I fill up every other day. Right. It, you, it oh, what's, what's that cost? And a leg. Like 150 bucks? Yeah, well, I'm at $120 is where I keep it because I buy gas at Sam's Club. Yeah. Because you have to. You have to look around where the cheapest gas is right now to right. be able to afford it. Right. Just to work. So, so we got, we've got Joe trying to do his best to destroy the petroleum market, gasoline, stuff like that. And he has, he has we used to be energy independent. We're not anymore. And, okay, and here's another thing that really annoys me. Okay, he mentions over the past couple of days, oh, well, I'm going to put a million, a million barrels of oil from the strategic reserves on the market every day. Every, was it every day? Every day. I every believe. day. Okay. So what are those strategic reserves for? And where have they been? Um, 
you know, Trump filled those reserves up when he was in, in, in office. Now, here, Joe is, is really, really flirting with starting World War III, and he's depleting our strategic reserves at the same time. I, does any of this make any sense it to anybody? Doesn't. Nope. And at that same point, what's China doing right now? Building up all of their reserves from oil, food, water, all of their natural resources. They're actually building up and saving in that country. And what's that tell you? What's China planning for? Oh, yeah. Well, they're thinking there's going to be a war. Absolutely. Yeah. And we have people taking sides. I mean, we have Russia. We have China. We have India. Uh, Major nuclear powers. They're, they're, they're allying together. And... And I, I heard, what was it? Uh, what's, that, what's the Russian foreign minister's name? Um, Zharshenko or, I, I can't remember what, maybe you can look it I'll up. I'll look it up for you. Okay, so anyway, so he's been talking a lot. And one thing that we know about Putin is he is not a globalist. India is not a globalist. China is not a globalist. These non-globalist nations are allying together. Now, I don't think anybody could say that any of, any of these leaders are good guys, but at the same time, who are the good guys anymore? I, it, it wouldn't appear that the United States government is. No, I, I'd say anybody in these positions, they're all gangsters and mobsters. They are. They, they, they behave like gangsters Absolutely. and mobsters. Yeah. You know, that, that's how I view it, is, is we have... Two of the worst mobsters in history going to war with each other right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and who do you, who do you fight? You know, vie for the bad guy or the bad guy? Well, I know. <laughs> and and like I was I was talking about this a few weeks ago. I was talking about this war between Ukraine and, and Russia going on. Okay. I can see you know, now Putin. The things that you hear from his foreign minister. Did you get that guy's yes, name? Yes, that is Sergey Lavrov. Lavrov, that's right. Okay, Sir Sergey Lavrov. Okay, he made a statement the other day where he was talking about how they are not going to give in to the globalist led by the United States. Correct. They look at the United States being the leader of the globalist, uh, globalist world government takeover that they're trying to do. And we've seen so much stuff going around the world over the past couple of years. I mean, we've seen Trudeau. Well, I mean, we used to think Canada was a free country. Not anymore. No. Trudeau's a tyrant. Well, you know, I was uh, in a store the other day and, uh, you know, those, those cards that have your year you were born and everything that happened. Yeah. I opened it up and, you know, who was the prime minister of Canada in 1979? It was a Trudeau. So now it has me thinking, is there really a monarchy going on up there? It seems that way to me. Absolutely. Since you know, when? 70, 79. 79. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's 43 years ago. Yeah. I mean, the same family ruling for that long? Right. I mean. That doesn't sound like a democracy to me. It doesn't at all. No. I mean, are the people up there just continually voting for Trudeau? No, I don't is think so. Is it that or is it just passed down through the family then? I, I'm starting to wonder. Mm. Yeah. You know, they, they, they badmouth Putin all the time, but these people are no better. None. No, no, not at all. How do you keep the same family in power for that long? And probably longer. That was just a card I pulled up from when I was born. Yeah. 
you know? So, so you know, you've got, you know, what's going on is terrible. I mean, people are dying. Lots of people are dying. Left and right. Left and right. I mean, you've got, you've got Ukrainians dying. You've got Russians dying. You've got these Russian soldiers going into Ukraine, not even really told what they're, what they're, what they're supposed to be doing. And they go in there and, and they're told, oh, well, you know, um, yeah, you're just supposed to kill these people and we're not going to tell you why. And, and they, they don't know. And, and following orders, and and of course, Russian soldiers are being killed, and and Ukrainians are being killed, and and you know, funny thing is, I heard, you know, we were talking about, I was talking about propaganda. Is that the other day I heard from somebody I know that knows people in Russia? Was it you that was telling me this? I can't remember. Uh, I believe it was our friend <clears throat> Justin. Yes. Okay. Justin, that didn't didn't come today. Yes. Anyway, Justin, we're mad at you. Anyway, so. Um, but the people in Russia have no idea what's going on. It's life is normal in, in Russia. And talking about propaganda, you know, we were hearing on the news here where they're talking about, oh, McDonald's is pulling out of uh, McDonald's and Burger King and Starbucks and all these places are pulling out of Russia. That apparently is a total lie. Complete. It because, doesn't make sense. No, because one thing we have discovered about these corporations, these big corporations, these, and, and I never thought I would say this because I totally believe in capitalism. I think capitalism is freedom. It's the ability to make your own path in life, to be successful if you want to be. But some of these corporations, they get so big, they get to where they just get a little bit evil. Well, and all they care about is money. Yeah, they are. They're on their own government. And then the morality of a business goes out the window with, when that happens. Oh, totally. Yeah. So do they care if people are being killed in Ukraine? and Russia? They don't care. No. They're are making they, money. Who cares? Are they getting their profit check? Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, just like this thing with, the, with the, the vax, okay? People have, lots of people have been dying. And I think, I think literally hundreds of thousands of people have been killed by this vax. Of course, our propaganda state-run news networks are not going to tell us this. No. The information's out there, but you have to dig for it. And most people aren't going to do that. Most people don't have the time to do that. You know, no. It's like me, I mean, I, I do this radio stuff for, uh, you know, so I, I make it a point to do that. And I put a lot of work into doing this every week. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so I'm literally just scouring the news, not, not just watching these mainstream news. And, and, not, and you know, honestly, I mean, I, I watch... I watch Fox sometimes. I mean, as far as mainstream news goes, because it is, it is mainstream news. It is. Um, it's one of the better ones. I watch Newsmax quite probably more than any of them. It's mainstream news, but it's better than most. And, but even, even them, I like, like Newsmax, which, Newsmax, which really annoys me because I've got it on my Roku. And, and as soon as I turn it on, they jam the COVID, COVID vax propaganda down my throat and it's like the first thing i do is mute my tv as soon as i turn it on it's like no i don't want to hear that sorry i'm not i'm not buying it no nope. you know i'm just not buying it at all and you know that kind of annoys me but it's like okay beyond that i mean they do okay i think the news is probably limited i think they're showing you what they want to show you and i think there's a lot of things they're not showing you correct yeah so another thing that i heard over the past couple days is apparently Mr. Fauci has crawled out from under his rock wherever he was 
and he has said that, that more restrictions are coming. You know, let me tell you what. If I wouldn't get in trouble and I wouldn't get this radio station in trouble by telling Fauci where he can put his test swabs and his, and his vaxes and all his restrictions, I, I would. But you get the idea. Completely. And you're not the only one that feels that way. Yeah. I mean, this, this guy, okay, he, he's, a, he's an unelected bureaucrat that thinks he's a king or something. And he tells people what to do. And unfortunately, sadly, a lot of people in this country do what they're told and they do what the Fouch tells them to do. Absolutely. You know, talking about like a monarchical reign, how long has he been in his position? I don't even know. A long time, a right? A long time. Since and he's, what, making half a million dollars a year? That's correct. How, I, I mean, how is that? Here's the, the biggest thing about Fauci that has always kind of fascinated me is that he was in charge of the HIV program. And look where that's led to now today. Yeah. With all of the deaths, all of the wrongly accused diseases that were out there because of him for that one thing. And now he's put in charge of something very, very similar with that. Right. Was created into a pandemic that wasn't a pandemic. No, no. I, 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 think, I think that, yes, I do believe a new, flame, a new strain of the flu started. It's a coronavirus. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a coronavirus. The common cold is a coronavirus. Correct. Um, yes. So, but we didn't lock the country down for the cold. We didn't lock the country down for the flu, which lots of people die from every single year. And as, and as I've pointed out before, that the total number, it, I, I looked at the numbers, it's really out there. The total no, number of deaths in this country over the past couple years has not increased. Now, the number of flu cases has disappeared. The number of deaths from almost anything else has disappeared. So I'm going to keep saying this every once in a while because I need to remind you guys about this, okay? Think about this, okay? Use your critical thinking skills, okay? Put the hat on. <laughs> Put the hat up, okay? Put your thinking cap on. Think about this, okay? If the numbers show that the total number of deaths in the country from all causes has not increased over the past couple of years, what does that tell you? What does that tell you? Okay, we've heard these stories, which a lot of people have told about these hospitals. What they're doing is they will take any death. They will, let's say you, you jumped out of a plane, you were skydiving. Hey, I'm, I got a skydiving uh, gift certificate for my birthday. Well, you jump out of this plane, the chute doesn't open and, and splat, you die on, on the ground. Okay, and you go into the hospital. Well, every bone in your body's broken, you're dead. And then they test you for COVID. So you died of COVID. You died of COVID. That's right. That's right. Even though you had no symptoms whatsoever. Um, the sudden stop when you hit the ground did not kill you. COVID killed you. And there were a lot of cases of this. And I'm thinking that, and, and there was actually a thing that came out just the other day on the news that they, they flat out admitted that they, they exaggerated, you know, there were like, what, over 100 and what was the number? 170,000. It was some huge number. Actually, I have the, the number right here. So it is. 869.7 deaths per 100,000 people. Yeah. Does that, that, that number doesn't add up. No, no, no. So I'm always telling people about critical thinking. You, you have to think about these things. The mainstream news are telling you just what they want you to hear. And the problem is, and 
and the thing we mentioned about corporations, okay, when they get so big, they get kind of evil and all they care about is money. They don't care about people anymore. And they care about money. And just like the, the, the big drug corporations, the pharmaceutical companies, okay, they're making billions of dollars off of selling vaxes and boosters and, and politicians that are making millions of dollars in politics, playing the stock market. Don't you think that they're making money off of this as well? It's like they'd like to keep these boosters just going on forever. Oh, absolutely. Because they're just going to keep making the money. Yeah. They don't care. Who knows what's in them? We were speaking the other day, so we took, uh, we went and got some of the home testing kits. Right. Oh, yes, you got to tell that story because yeah. that is funny. I'm thinking about doing the same thing. So okay. we, we ordered the full amount of testing kits that were free. Yeah. I got we a bunch of them at home. We tested uh, the water. We tested our animals. We tested the um, moisture in our shower. You know, after you take a shower, <laughs> we kind of, you know, dabbed a little bit there. And we sent them all in. And they all came back positive. Imagine that. Imagine that. Everything in your house has COVID. It all. So that led us to believe that, you know, <clears throat> what is actually already on these tests? Are they actually infecting people with something and then calling it COVID? Well, yeah. I, you know, I've thought about, here's what you should do. You should send in a test swab that hasn't been touched by anything and see how it comes back. Oh, that's What do you guess it will? What Positive. do you guess it'll... Yes. Positive. <laughs> I, saw, I saw some interesting things on social media sometime back where they were putting these test swabs, which, by the way, they're made in China, you know. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah. Put them under a microscope, and there was this weird... Uh, this, what's this material? Uh, the oh, that material that they were finding in all the in the, in the shots. I can't remember. I it's some type of a polymer. I'd want to yeah, say it's like yeah. some type of rayon. Like, right, and it like it seems like it it moves. And they try. I I saw somebody put it under a, a microscope, and they were pulling it out. They got a hold of one of those fibers, pulled it out of the swab, and when they let go of it, it crawled back in. That's creepy. It's like, oh, man. oh my God. And people are shoving that, those things up in their brain and, and uh, like up in their nose, like right. really right on the edge of their brain. It's like, oh my God, if you want to get something in your brain, that's the way to do it. Put it right up there by your brain where it can just crawl right on it in there. It completely reminds me of uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Totally. You know, going right up your nose a little totally. more. Totally. Just attaching there. And a lot of people are behaving like, behave, behaving like it, especially the first one with Donald Sutherland. That was like, like my favorite yes, one. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, so let's take a short break, uh, Michael. Uh, we'll be right back and we'll continue this awesome conversation. That sounds good. Like Agave Builders is a family and veteran-owned, licensed and insured GB98 construction company. I'm Michael Eustace, along with partner Ron Lucero. We specialize in helping disabled veterans obtain grants through the VA and nonprofit companies to remodel their homes. We can also handle all of your building needs, from small jobs to commercial buildings. We are also a premier American walk-in tub dealer. Call us at 505-385-6680. Also find us at agavebuildersnn.com and follow us on Facebook. 
Ribs Barbecue in Cedar Crest, New Mexico believes all positive things derive from freedom, liberty, and choice. Ribs is the conduit for heroes just like you. Go to ribsbbq.com and find carnivore contraband to support the fight against the crony global elitist. Ribsbbq.com. Looking for hard-to-find used car or truck parts? Looking for honest general mechanics work at affordable prices? Call my friend Joe at Southwest Auto Recyclers. Serving New Mexico for 30 years, veteran-owned and operated at 4025 Broadway Boulevard, Southeast in Albuquerque. Call song don't you oh there try that again i think your mic was off oh it's a wonderful we song we were just singing that together <laughs> we were i could have sung that one forever um anyway so we were talking about some movies that just kind of seem to mirror reality and i like invasion of the body snatchers i love that one the one with donnie donald sutherland it's like people were they were all getting taken over and then they were going along and then they were snitching those out that had not been taken over. And we're seeing a lot of that going on today with people thinking that, well, because I did this, you've got to do this too. They've got this. And I talked about the whole psychological illness that seems to be going on around the country and around the world actually about this. There was a psychologist that wrote a paper about it. I talked about last week about this. It's like a psychosis, like it's like a mass psychosis going on. And there's, they're already trying to keep the fear going, and they're talking about this Omicron A2 variant. They're already talking about this because they want to keep up the fear. Now, let me tell you something. I have never had a swab, swab shoved up my nose. I've never taken a shot. I've never worn a mask. And for over two years now, I have attended multiple mass, so-called mass spreader events all over the country. And guess what? I'm just fine. And as far as I know, I haven't heard of any mass spreading going on in any of the places I've been at any of these places either because I keep in contact with all these people. You know, just, just this past week, I, you know, I do techie work out in the field when I'm not doing the radio stuff. And I was at Legacy Academy, first time I've ever been there the other day, installing one of those uh, sports cameras in their, in their gym. 
so that they can they can uh, webcast their basketball the, games and oh, stuff. Oh, that's cool. They're very cool. It's like it's yeah. like a it's like a wide angle panoramic view, and it's really neat. And and it's even got another camera that points at their scoreboard, and and you can oh. watch online, and it, it keeps track of the score, and you can watch wow. the players running up and down the court, and it's really really neat. I've installed those in a lot of schools all over the state. Anyway, so one definite difference about Legacy Academy about than any other public school I've been to in the state, including some of the ones on the Indian reservations. Not a single mask in sight anywhere, nor have they ever had a mask in sight. You know what I saw in that school when I was there that was blatantly different than any other school I've been to so far? Happy kids, smiling, talking, gathering together, having a good time, Ha you know, pos a very positive, yeah. Yeah. positive environment. You could feel the love in the I air. I could with feel those it. Kids. I could feel it. Yes. Now, these other schools that I've been to, the ones that didn't throw me out for refusing to wear a mask, um, which actually was only a couple because they needed their camera needed more than they needed to impose their tyranny on me. So, mm. they, you know, they tried to, and I says, no, do you want your camera or do you want me to wear a mask? Um, you get, you're only going to get one or the other. Right, yeah. And good luck finding anybody else to do this for you if you throw me out of here. And it's like, so for the most part, the, all the other schools that I did, depressing, gloomy. Oh, it was terrible. Kids walking around, not really talking to each other much, just kind of by themselves, wearing their mask. It's kind of moping around. Moping around. Being, you, you could see the depression in them uh, on depression, the side. Depressed, not yeah. able to look at each other, not able to smile at each other, not to use any kind of nonverbal communications. <clears throat> it's sick and disgusting. It is. It totally is. So, huge difference. And, that, you know, that was the first time I've got to actually see it firsthand myself because it's the first school I've been to that wasn't giving in to the nonsense. So... I, I would recommend any parent out there, if you can get your kid out of these disgusting, abusive public schools, I would do it. I would second that. Uh, my children, mm -hmm. they go to private school because of that reason. Yeah. You know, where we live, we've, we've been into the school and we've seen what they do before this pandemic. All of this started before then. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking at something here that you mentioned er earlier is the, the Hitler Youth Program. Oh, yeah. I mean, th this really did start, I want to say, if four years ago when the very infancy of CRT started, when it wasn't called CRT. Right, when right. They started to just allow kids to express themselves in ways they just did not know yeah. or had any type of knowledge. And neither did the teachers and administrators then. Started then and then started just creeping up slowly, slowly, and then the, the opportunity just exploded with the pandemic well, and being yeah. shut down. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we heard the other day, uh, these news reports just keep coming like a fire hose over the past several days. And I've been hearing this stuff and just kind of soaking it in. So, you know, maybe eventually we'll get to my outline that I actually prepared for today. But, you know, there's so much news out there. You know, you talked about that. Okay. Teachers unions. Okay. They are totally in cahoots. With the CDC. Uh, now, I why would that say be? Cahoots. I'd say they're probably the lead funder of them. Yeah. They, they, they probably donate so much money that they just have the say-so. And yeah. I mean, you see that in more than just the school board. You see, you know, all of these unions just going across the board with politicians, just ruling them all. Yeah. Well, and there again, it's all about money. 
all about people money. are being paid people are making money and you know the the well-being of the children they don't care about that anymore Not they really all. don't no again they're indoctrinating them to do something. They are. They're, yeah. they're a commodity. They're not children. Yeah, you know, I've got this. I, I've got this article about the Hitler Youth that I looked at, and back then they had a their own teachers union, which I think maybe we should rename our teachers unions uh, to this name because I like it better, National Socialist Teachers League. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That 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 I think applies really really well to these current unions that are going on because this is the way they're behaving. And it says here, once the st teaching staff was organized, so was what they taught. They prepared the population to better fight and breed. To better prepare children to support the state, Nazi ideology was given to them in the form of an exaggerated German history and literature, outright lies in science. Does mm, that does sound that familiar? familiar? Yeah. We, wow. <laughs> we might be we might be able to go do karaoke together or something. Would. That was pretty good. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, yes, lying about science. I mean they're changing history. Changing history. What we've been seeing changing history. We've been seeing them um, changing the names of schools. If it's named after a founding father, well forget that. That's not yeah. gonna work. And then a statue, anything in museums right now? Oh yeah. Something about the Confederacy. Okay. We're gonna erase that. That just never happened. That's like the Ministry of Truth on 1984. Did you ever see that movie? No, but now I'll go look for it. <laughs> oh, you never seen 1984? No. Oh my gosh, you got to see it. It's great. So, anyway, so anyway, so yeah, 1984. Let me let me have a little bit of uh, talk about that. They were basically they had a Ministry of Truth, and all the information, all the news, all the publications, anything that the people got to see and read, all went through the Ministry of Truth. Now, if they decided that that history or that fact <clears throat> or supposed fact, no longer they wanted, they didn't want, they wanted to change that, they would simply erase it all and then put out new facts for the people to see. So just replace it right off replace the bat. Replace it right off the bat. As a matter of fact, if you were somebody that was not complying and weren't going wow. along, then you would be erased as well. Hmm. They would erase any mention of you in any book, any publication, any records. You would be erased. You would be disappeared. You know, th that really brings me back to China again. In this pandemic, where, where it all started, the little town, where none of the residents were originally there around. Yeah. You can't find an entire village because they were disappeared. Disappeared. They're, they don't exist. Yeah. So, you know, 1984, oh my gosh. Uh, you should watch that. Uh, I'm, gonna put, I'm putting that down to watch yeah. tonight. <laughs> it's, it's a very, very interesting watch. And let's see if there's anything interesting. Oh, I noticed another term in this, in this article I read here where they were talking about Hitler's anti-intellectualism. So... You know how we were talking about critical thinking? Mm -hmm. Okay, that critical thinking's just got to go. <laughs> Don't trip over Kick your mic, mic here. <laughs> <laughs> so that critical thinking just has to go. Because critical thinking, people ask questions. Ask questions, and this make is, progress. That's right. If you ask questions, then you find the truth. And they don't want people to find the truth. Again, doesn't that sound just too familiar about what's going on right now? Yeah, it does. So last thing I highlighted on this article, it says here, the regime that wa they wanted to remake 
the whole of German society into a brutal, cold, quasi-medieval new world. And it was willing to start by brainwashing children. And that's what they're trying to do to our children. Absolutely, they are. You know, Again, that's one of the reasons I put my kids into a private school. You know, I sat down with a niece of mine in her public school class yeah. and, and was just blatantly hearing lies coming from the teacher. Yeah. And, you know, as a parent, you try to say something like, in class, I, you'd be kicked out and your kids are no longer welcome at a public school. Yeah, at a public school. Mm -hmm. I, 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 just, I, I find it hard to, just hard to imagine how schools have changed since I was in school. Oh. And I can tell you, it wasn't that way when I was in school. Now, that was a long time ago. It's like, God, I can't believe I'm... That was only about 10 years ago. Yeah, just about 10 years ago. That's right. Yeah, I'm only like 30, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Well, I'm always called 20, so... 20? Well, you could pass for 20. Yeah, I don't... I I, you know, it's one of those things you look in the mirror and you don't see it, but everybody yeah. else sees the, the youth yeah. in me. I, I don't feel my age because I, I still think about all the things I did when I was younger. It's like, yeah, and actually I still do some of those things. Oh, so. no, my body I starts to hurt when I think of those things. Yeah, <laughs> it hurts, but I do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, another movie that we both watched, because I'm on this movie kick right now, and this was one that I heard recommended to me the other day by somebody I knew, was a movie called Contagion. This movie came out in 2011. Now, any of you out there that have not seen this movie, you should watch it, because you are going to be shocked, okay? You would swear that if you saw this movie, that, oh my God, they watched this movie... And they literally used this script and played it on the, on, the, on the world, not just the American people, but on the whole world. And I can't believe the whole world fell for it. So I made a few notes. Okay? Almost to a T. Exactly. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Okay, first of all, this supposed deadly virus, it started in Hong Kong, which that's yeah, pretty close to China. Okay, Hong Kong with a bat dropping something into a pig pen where the pigs got a hold of it and then the pigs got a hold of it and then that pig got slaughtered by a butcher and the butcher didn't clean his hands and he had you know pig guts on his hands and he and he wiped them on his on his bib or whatever and then shook this woman's hand she was patient one she is ground zero. zero one zero one what, wasn't that Gwyneth Paltrow that played that part? I'm looking it up I think now. It, I think it was. It looked like her. Yeah. But she wasn't in the movie very long because so she was Kate the first. Kate Winslet. Oh, here's the lineup. Matt Damon, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, Gwyneth Paltrow. There we go, Gwyneth Paltrow. There's four actors Yeah, in she that. had a very small part in that because she was patient zero one and she was mm -hmm. gone pretty darn fast. Yeah. Oh, here's the description. So, okay. soon after her return from a business trip to Hong Kong, Beth Emoff dies from what is a flu or some other type of infection. Hmm. Yeah. Her young son dies later the same day. Her husband, Mitch, however, seems to be immune from it. Hmm. Natural immunity, maybe, from something? Right, hmm. exactly. Thus, we don't believe in that, though, anymore. Thus begins no. the spread of the deadly infection. For doctors and administrators at the U.S. Centers of Disease and Control, several days pass before anyone realizes the extent of the gravity of the new infection. They must first identify the type of virus in the question. Isn't that what they were trying to do with that first couple of weeks? Exactly. Is identify what it was. You're absolutely right. I think they took well this script and just played it on the world. Okay, and, and listen to this, too. There's another thing I noticed, too. Remember the guy that was going around? I can't remember his name. Um, he was going around telling people, hey, they're lying to you. 
Okay. That was uh, Lawrence Fishburne in La- the movie. No, not Lawrence no. Fishburne. I'm talking well, about the was... other guy. The guy kind of has the mole on his face. Uh, and I remember him. I, I can't remember his name, but I remember him from the uh, movie Videodrome. That's right. That was Jude Law's character. Ju- Jude I Law? Believe, yes. Okay, I think that was Jude yeah. Law. Okay. Anyway, so he was going around trying to w- tell people, hey, you know, he was talking about natural immunity. He was talking about some therapeutic that you could take. Huh. And he, he, he got sick. He took the therapeutic, and he recovered totally. And he was try- and had other people doing it too. And, of course, they were making these people out to be conspiracy theorists. Kooks. Wow, how does that wow, sound familiar? Doesn't it? Okay, but you notice in the movie, okay, the CDC, they weren't interested in therapeutics. They were pushing for a vax. Same That's thing. That's all they wanted. They wanted to... People are dying. People are dropping dead. Now, in this movie, this... This contagion actually was killing people dead. Yes. In a short, like literally, like a twenty-five percent mortality rate. Right within says here forty-eight hours. Forty-eight hours, you're dead. Dropping dead. I mean, you're foaming at the mouth and you're dropping dead and you're just gone. Well, but do you remember the swine flu? Yes, I do. People were foaming at the mouth and dropping dead. I mean, it wasn't in forty-eight hours, and it was the worst of them. Mm-hmm. But same effects, and again, a coronavirus. Yeah. Back then and now, I think they've just been testing this out on us over the years. They have. But, you know, the one thing that is different about this one is they wanted to get Trump out of office no matter what. A dual purpose for that. Right. And, and, and like we've heard, especially the Democrats use this term, they say don't let any good crisis go to waste. And they have not. They have, they have capitalized on this crisis like I could have never imagined. Let's see. So they focused on they didn't they ignored therapeutics in the movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't care about the people that were sick. They just let them die. By the time the vaccine was distributed, which was in the in the movie, what was it like a year later or something like that, or pretty close? Mm-hmm. It was questionable whether anybody even needed it, because the it had pretty much died off by then. And it's right. like, we have to think, it's like, okay, if somebody goes for a year and they don't catch the thing going around, wouldn't, you, wouldn't, your, wouldn't your critical thinking tell you that, oh, maybe those people are all immune. Maybe I'm immune. Maybe you're immune. Why maybe don't we all... look at our blood and figure out something from there as well? Right. But maybe they don't really care. Again. They, they no. want to sell vaccines. They want to sell it. They want, want their money. Yeah, they don't want to. They don't want you to take something that is already something that's out on the market that's cheap that you can take that'll make you better when you catch it, or maybe even something you can take to prevent you from catching it to start with. And then I'm watching these people on social media where they're talking about how oh well, and they actually believe this garbage. They believe this garbage that if you get the vax, that if you catch it, that you'll only have mild symptoms. Okay, think about the logic on this too. Okay, for starters, I had the polio vaccine when I was a kid. I never got a mild version of polio. No. Nope, Matter of fact, I don't know anybody that did. I don't either. I got, uh, what was it, the chicken pox vaccine, and that was the one thing I didn't get. Oh, really? I got measles and mumps as a kid. But when I got the vaccine, I never got See, that. I, and I didn't get a mild version of yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't recall ever getting no. a chicken pox vaccine. I caught the chicken pox. Oh, and yeah. the measles and the mumps. It was funny. My, my, <clears> I remember <throat> my mother sending me over to my cousin's house, you know, to yeah. play with the other kids that had chicken pox. And I was the yeah. only one that didn't catch it. Yeah. So anyway, so they're believing this garbage when 
you know, they've created all of this new science over the past couple of years that didn't exist, you know, before poof, then. Poof, poof, out of thin is, air, out of thin here air. we go. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly wearing a mask will prevent, it doesn't prevent you from getting sick. You know. Not at all. I'm reading notes about this this movie of uh, people uh, making comments and about it, and right here it what says, contagion? Contagion. Yeah, they're promoting N95 masks in the movie. Oh, I mean, it, it's kind of creepy. About you read yeah. through this, and we've we've seen it, how extremely close it is to what just the government around the world is doing. Exactly. So I, I think if you watch this movie, people, I think you're going to see this, and it's like, oh my god, this is the scam that they played on us. And I think, realistically, I think we simply had a new version of the flu. They saw an opportunity. They saw a crisis. They didn't want to go to waste. They figured out how in the heck are we going to get rid of Donald Trump because he's going to win re-election by a landslide, which you know, he did. On the other hand, I, I firmly believe it was just, it was man-made. It wasn't a discovery of another flu. I, mm -hmm. I think it was purposely created for this reason because everything else that they've been doing, like I said, They've been trying to push CRT for years. They've been trying to push other things for years. Mm -hmm. I think they just weren't working, and this is their final straw. Is that, you know what, guys? Hey, let's make, make something that will work. We've been relying on, on nature. And this kind of leads into the, the having no, no sense of faith in it, the yeah. godlessness of it, really. Well, yeah. You know? is, is it really leads down to that. You know, we couldn't find anything that nature made. So you know what? We're going to just kind of help it along and, and help humanity die off. Well, right. And, you know, look at the people that are hip deep in this thing. You got Soros. Mm -hmm. You got the, you got the uh, World Economic yep. Forum. You've got Gates. Bill Gates. All of these people that have been blatantly out there talking about how we need to, to reduce the population of the world. And here they've found a way to do it. And the thing is, is they're, they're, people are volunteering to have this stuff put in their bodies because they have scared them so much that they believe that if they don't, that they're all gonna die. And it's just not true. And it's like, and I know this because I'm, I'm like I said, I've been to all these mass spreader, so-called super spreader events for the past couple of years. Yeah. And- We were at some together. <laughs> we were at them together, yeah. that's right. And, and you know, I, I, I know one, I know one person in my family, in my close uh, circle, actually I got a pretty big circle of friends now. I've only got one person I know that died, they called it COVID, but the thing is, is this one person that died that I know, which was my, my stepfather, he had a lot of comorbidities. He was not a well person. Right. And so, but at the same time, the the doctor never recommended, never prescribed any therapeutics for him. So he didn't have a chance. Mm -hmm. He ended Same up, thing. he got sicker and sicker. They, they waited until he got so sick that he ended up in the hospital. And, and then they still didn't do very much for him there either. No, I, I have one person in our family as well that we know that, that yeah. died supposedly from COVID. Right. And it's the same thing. Um, you know, she thought she got a, a cold. So she stayed home long as she could. It got to that point, and when she was taken to the hospital, they didn't give her therapeutics. They didn't give her anything that would help. The instant thing was to put her on, what do they call it, the intubator. Right. Well, they make that, a lot of money doing that. And that's exactly what they did. They made money off of killing her while she was alive in the hospital, and then made money off of her while she, after she died. Sure. Oh, yeah. 
Because that's that's where it's at for these hospitals. Yeah. Is they're not making money from keeping us alive. That's cancer. And right. that doesn't happen in the hospital. That happens at specialty hospitals and specialty clinics. But the hospital themselves, their income's kind of dwindling, so they needed something as well. Well, especially since they were preventing them from bringing people in for, and they, and they, they labeled it elective treatment, elective mm -hmm. surgeries. Okay, there's a huge number of surgeries which are actually critical that fall into that category of elective. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is if you don't have these elective screenings and things like this done, then sometime down the road, it's going to become deadly. Yeah, well, I was reading on the internet, uh, this, this gentleman, he needs a pacemaker. And it's an elective surgery to have a pacemaker put in sure. the eye. He's going to die within months without this. Yeah. But yet that's elective. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it, unless you take these COVID tests, and I think they're forcing him to take the vaccine to get the surgery. So, you know, unless you take something that's going to eventually kill you to begin with, you're going to die anyway because we're not going to let you have your, your needed surgery. Yeah. So let's see. Well, we're running out of time on the first hour. I'm kind of, you know, we haven't hardly gotten to anything. We Why don't we, we get to the PMAs? I think so, too. Yeah. So in the next hour, we're going to talk about PMAs, and, and that stands for Private Membership Association. Now, the reason I want to talk about these and get you all thinking about them is because there's this whole thing where they've brought all this tyranny down on businesses over the past couple of years. And like in the state of New Mexico, they, you know, our tyrant up in Santa Fe literally put like 40% of the restaurants out of business. And a lot of other small businesses uh, went under too because of this tyranny. And it's because of the, you, you get, the, the gov government gets their hooks into you when you are a public uh, business. Now, a private membership is, uh, um, association takes you away from all of that in which your customers all become members okay so it's like you're doing something privately in which you can do almost anything you want short of if you are hurting people without it being against the law what's kind of funny <clears throat> one of the uh, <laughs> one of the things in here is our non-attorney legal services not, yeah, you know, I've been thinking about that myself because I was talking to a friend the other day and throughout my life, I don't recall, I think maybe one time my entire life ever paid a traffic citation. Oh. Because... Lucky. Yeah. And, you know, it, I'll talk about that after the break. So anyway, I think this is a good stopping point. So anyway, got some great music for you here and uh, some... Uh, some words from some of my sponsors in this next break, and we'll be back in just a little bit. Now I see 